What's up? This is the Capoeira Podcast. I'm your host, Professora Esperta, also known as Jamie. Yes, we are back. Uh, at least for this time. Um, I don't know. I've uh, met so many people. Everybody wants me to keep going with the show. I've just gotten super busy because I'm an adult now, but I really wanted to just record this intro real quick. So uh, this was taken around, I'd say, March of 2018. Uh, of last year or even two years ago when I went to Portland to uh, go visit my friend and I ended up meeting with Nastia. I've met and known Nastia for a few years now. Um, She trains now in Hawaii at the time she was living in Portland. Uh, And it's really interesting because, I mean, I've I've even changed since this episode um, and we're in completely different places in our lives now. So um, in this episode, you'll hear her being in Portland. Uh, She's now in Hawaii. Hopefully she's uh, enjoying her time out there. Uh, Now I'm a professora where I was an institutora before and uh, I had just come off of um I just come off of really just training and uh, uh, just going to class and enjoying everything and yeah I hope you enjoy this little conversation we had. Hopefully you can deal with the audio. We kind of taped in a coffee house that got a little loud, but I mean, you could still hear both of us and uh, I hope you guys like it. So here it is. My name is Nastia Andrukov. Um, my capoeira name is Murango. And sometimes it's Murango Savaji, like wild strawberry, because when Pedro first gave me... So basically we were just walking down the street in Salvador. And I was like, Nasty, I don't have a capoeira name, and I've been training for like two years. And he's like, you know, you're some kind of fruit. <laughs> and then he was just like, Morango. And I was like, Morango is not, doesn't sound very tough. He's just like, Morango Savage. <laughs> so usually I just go by Morango because. Yeah. Um, oh, and I train with Mestre Pedro Cruz in Portland, Oregon. Capoeira Salsa. Portland's nice. I like Portland it. Portland is awesome. I'm just looking at like all the architecture and stuff. And yeah. I can give a fuck if it's raining. I don't have the best body, so layering is working wonders <laughs> with me right now. I'm like, I'm so down to hide under this bomber jacket and hoodie. Yep, that's kind of like how it works in Portland. Just I just wear sweatpants and sweatshirts like, <laughs> 24-7. And, and that, that, that's like okay? Yeah. You go on a yeah, date it, like that? Yeah, Portland is not very <laughs> formal. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. It's how, like, people in the opera will be like in like regular pants and stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, people dress up too. It's, yeah. it's like individual, I'm right, saying. Right, right. So it, I don't know. It depends on your date. Like, if you're going, just like... But you know what I mean? I'm feeling like it out because a part could. of me wants to move out. A part of me was talking about moving out here a little bit. Or I don't know what's going to happen with life and my job. But, I mean, I want to keep my options open. Yeah, and if you have you have restaurant experience, you have a, it sounds like you have a lot of experience. Like, there's a shit ton of jobs. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. I don't know why I... I can't think that I can't get my shit together to move if I want to move. Yeah, you I think it's also hilarious how we, we really only met each other once and then like yeah. four years later, hey, I'm going to be in your yeah. area. Would you like yeah. to pick me up from the airport and <laughs> shoot an episode? Right. <laughs> that's what, I mean, like, I've had amazing experience. It's like, like I said, like, hey, I just spent a month in Hawaii because of Capoeira, of somebody I just met. And I went to Thailand for a week just because of Capoeira. What, uh, how did you find Capoeira out here? Um, I decided, I randomly decided that I wanted to do a martial art. It's like you're walking so, down the street and you're like, I'm going to do a martial art. Well, was just, like, just playing around with that. I know, it was, I, it was, it was more of a gradual kind of like... <laughs> Like when you, something drips on your brain, and yeah, you're just yeah. like, I think I want to do martial arts. And I think it was also because around the time I started going to a meditation class every week and just doing like sitting down and just being quiet, and it's something just like came up that I was just like, I want to start doing martial arts. So I started like looking around. What martial arts should I do? They're just so different, all of them. And 
um, my boyfriend at the time was like, have you heard of this Brazilian thing called, it's like capoeira or yeah, something. Yeah. I, he's like, I know someone that does it and they really love it. And I was like, what, what is it? So I looked it up and, it, and I was just, I saw a hot, like I saw like a video of a hot and I was just like, this is like nothing I've ever imagined would exist. Like, there's like music and people clapping and then they go in and do these amazing things and yeah. like kind of kick each other's ass and, but not and so I was like I gotta try it so then I googled it in Portland and Pedro's like pasta was at the time was the first thing that came up so I called Pedro because it was like you want to try pasta try yeah call the teacher so I called and I remember he like answered the phone and he must have been outside because it was like really windy and it was like shh like to the phone and his Portuguese accent was just like I couldn't understand anything like so hard I was like I don't know what you're saying at all and the only thing I could like decipher was show up just show up yeah. and I was like okay I'll just yeah. show up what, what year was that? it was like the end of 2008 okay so I think I started in like November 2008, and then my first batch of was 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been like a while now. Yeah, it's been a while. I know. I can't believe it's 2018. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. But no, someone had asked me how long have I been trading, and I can't believe it's been like. 13 years or something. I know, it's like, what? I don't feel like That's uh, a middle schooler right there. And I still feel like it's not enough or something. Or not high enough. I'm still a beginner. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, a little bit. And in a way, yeah, when I think you become a teacher, I definitely feel like I'm a beginner teacher. Like, um, my teacher's like, it's like you started college courses and now you're a freshman again, but you're not a freshman in high school. Right. Um, And so I'm just trying to figure that out. so then you started doing that and, that, and you just kept on going just consistently. Yeah, like, well, at first, the first year, I didn't go very consistently. Um, yeah, everyone's it like It was that. like, because I was doing uh, crew, like, growing crew. Uh-huh. And I started doing it in college, and then I, because it was just a club, it wasn't, like, a competitive right. thing. But um, then, after I graduated college, I joined, they had this all-women's team in Portland and you had to like try out and yeah. be, you had to roll with them three times and then Sounds they would you yeah. and they were all these really badass women just like one of them is like a robotics professor and the other one is you know it's just like these amazing women and they would just like tough yeah so you had to like make the boat and so I made it you had to make the boat? Yeah. Like, construct like, a boat. No, you had to, like, make a boat as in, like, uh, there's only eight people in the boat. Oh, okay. So you, like, if there's more than eight people, yeah. you're going to cut right, right. Or they're going to put you in, like, a different Alternate boat. or something, yeah. Um, so I, like, I made it, and I didn't want, and I was just like, well, I'm doing this. And so we, it was every morning, like, five in the morning at the, at the boat house, and... I, um, I, but then I also started doing capoeira, and capoeira was at like 7.30 p.m. Yeah. So I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, you know. Um, and I kind of struggled between the two, because I really started loving capoeira, but I didn't really want to quit rowing right away. Yeah. And, and then eventually, so I didn't go super consistently. I, I went, but it wasn't, like, like I wasn't like, oh, people forgot that I was even there, but yeah. I, was, I wasn't, like, going every class. Right. I remember it took me, like, a couple of years to even realize that Pedro was doing, like, sequence classes. Like, like Tuesday we start this, and then Thursday we're going to do the same thing but add something to the sequence. Oh, and, that's nice. Yeah, and so I... I like that. I didn't even register that and then I did I started going like Tuesday Thursday I was like oh so if you go every time (laughs) you know what's up (laughs) which is how most classes are for anything really yeah Yeah. um so I would say and then we had a trip to Salvador in 2010 how did that feel like for you to be doing capoeira where 
Because uh, everyone talks about this pilgrimage, and I've done yeah. it too, and it's amazing. Yeah. And it's like an experience. I think everyone needs to do it. Oh, yeah. How'd that feel for you? It was amazing. I Well, and that's when I en- ended up like quitting rowing before that. <laughs> so I was like, I kind of want to start training a little bit, way more consistently before I go to Salvador. And also, like, the, the crew got a new coach, and I was like, not super into the, like the, the new way of how it was going so it's just like all right it, it wasn't a very hard decision at all yeah um so yeah Salvador was amazing and super scary first and I didn't speak any Portuguese I don't know what was, was scary because you couldn't speak any Portuguese or did you get robbed no 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 <laughs> It was just scary because that, not scary, but like I felt super stupid because when somebody talks to you and you don't even understand like one word, like you're not even like, I think they said something about the house or something like if you don't even understand like and you just feel like the dumbest person ever. You're just like, why am I here? (laughs) I don't think you feel dumb. It's just, you know, it's just in a language. It's isolating. Yeah. So the second time was a lot better in that regard. Like, I could actually communicate with people, which was great. Second time, what year was that? Uh, 2015. Was there a difference when you were going there of your experience and the second time? I mean, I think it's one thing to be nervous because you're in Brazil doing it, but then when you go a, sec- a second time, there's definitely like a, like a comfortableness and then also your ability. So like, what was the difference of that? Well, the second time I went, I had a knee injury, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're still training with your knee injury, or was yeah, it just I an aggravating still, thing? I was still training. I was trying to take it easy, and um, but but I felt yeah. The second time was a lot more just comfortable, and I felt a lot more confident. And like I I went to Bachisado there, and I went in the Hoda, and I had my knee brace because my master was like, you need to put your knee brace on top of your wife so everybody knows. <laughs> That's a good idea. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. Put so it on top of white. It's like, just make it really clear, like, that you... Don't fuck me up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the hilarious part was, I went in the Hoda, and the master I went in with was the first time we went. One of the other students played with him, and her foot ended up being broken at the end of that game. So, as I go in the hall at the Peggy beating bar with this guy, I just look at him, like, look at my knee, and I was like, this is just so perfect. Like, you know, it's just freaking perfect with this guy. So, but he played really nice with me, and it was, it was like a good game, you know, I just had to, it was just like with the knee, you just don't know. You just don't know, like, you could be playing and, and it could, like, twist around right, or something. Totally. You could just do, like, one little step and something. Or you could be doing ten kicks and nothing happens. Yeah. So you just, that's what is really frustrating about it, is that not knowing when it's going to happen. Um, but it didn't, so I went in and I played, like, in the Hada a couple times, played some kids, played a mestre, played some people. Yeah. Um, so, that was cool. It was really cool. Uh, so, I always like to ask when people are from different schools, uh, do you know like the lineage of your school? Because before it was Hasa, right? Which is funny because even though you guys have a new logo, I just think about your old logo. Yeah. I don't know why, like, and... Yeah, the Hustle logo. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting you guys are in, like, under a new name now or whatever, but can you explain anything about your legacy of, or, like, the lineage of or the history of yeah. your school, where you guys come from? Well, so, I'll, ju- I'll just start with Hasa. I'm not, I don't want to go, like, yeah, yeah. more deep than that. Yeah, yeah. I know it has, like, to do... I know it's related to Mr. Bimba and then Mr. Medicina is in charge of Hasa, so down in Morichiba, and he's like really close, really close to Mr. Sosuna, and Mr. Sosuna goes there every year to their Rechazan. Yeah. So Mr. Medicina is Hasa, and then Pedro, Mr. Pedro Cruz, trained with Medicina for a while, a long time. And I'm not sure how it happened, but then he became a student of Master Shina. And Master Shina is a student of Master Mishina. Mm-hmm. So, 
so Pedro was like the official student of Mestrishina, and then, um, when was it, a couple years ago, three years ago, Mestrishina decided to kind of break off and do his own school in Salvador because Mestrishina is Muritiba and they're not really physically close, yeah. uh, geography-wise, and I think there were just some differences with how they wanted to run stuff, and Mestre Sheena had a lot of really advanced students. He still does, yes. Advanced students at Corpus Solidus and stuff. Yeah. So, um, he decided to break off and make his own school, Salvento, but, and so he told Pedro that Pedro can have a choice of either being Salvento, staying with Hasa, or starting his own right. So Pedro, the first Pachizado, when that happened, we were Salvento for a second there. <laughs> and so we had like, we had like this whole picture of like, Salvento! Yeah. <laughs> and then, kind of right after that, Pedro was like, I think... Pedro decided to kind of go off on his own. It just made a lot more sense. Like, we don't operate with the same exact rules. They have, like, a whole rule book and they have ways of, like, uh, everybody has to contribute a certain amount of money. And there's, there's a lot of like, a lot of, there was a lot of rules that didn't, quite make sense for us. Mm-hmm. Like, Bulao, he has like three students. Is he required to like pay best machina? Like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. kind of like, um, this is cool. But yeah, so Pedro decided to be Caparazzo Salvador and we made our own logo. And oh my god, yeah, I didn't even realize Salvento too. Yeah, I think every time yeah. I would like double take it, you guys like change. Which is fine. Yeah. Like it's, it's. I'm pretty sure it's done now. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be South Salvador. <laughs> you guys have been like South Salvador for a few years. Yeah, now. like three years. Yeah. Bilal down LA, and then there's uh, Salgasso is teaching in Hilo, also mm-hmm. under South Salvador. And now we have Cupido um, teaching in Washington, like in Camas. So. You know what's funny? Talking to you, I didn't realize you've been in Capoeira for nine years. I think it's because the last time I met you was really the first time I met you, which was yeah. when we were in Seattle for like that was a while those two ago. days. Yeah, it was like it was four years ago, and I was I had just gotten my monitora cord, and I had come off a breakup, so I just needed to get away and be in Seattle and. I was just like, it was interesting because when we had gone there, like I said, there was that drama because the school had split that day in Seattle and, or that week yeah, and everything crazy. had changed and we were like, what the hell? And then I didn't realize, and then Joan was like, oh yeah, like the school's from up, up whatever, I don't know, like state or whatever are going to come down. So I met a lot of like the Oregon and I liked you guys. Like I liked, you guys had a batucada, like everybody seems cool. I think the energy is a lot different here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, you haven't, you've never been to L.A., have you? L.A.'s pretty... No, I, go down there. I think L.A.'s pretty interesting. I think I'm lucky to have a podcast out in L.A. because there's such an opportunity to interview so many different people because they're always in town for some sort of event. And I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think is the style of, like, the Pacific Northwest? Because I never thought got that message being in Seattle. Yeah, I feel like, you know, Pedro always talks about how Seattle is so much different from Portland. I think it is. Yeah, and he's just like, I honestly, I kind of, I agree with him. I don't feel like it's really the same thing at all. Like, you can't really say this is, like, the way, the way we train in our school is a lot more, I don't want to say it's regional, but... You know how Mestre Bamba, Mestre Bamba's academy in Salvador and uh, yeah. Cas- like his student Casador and Kikiu are over in Oakland. Um, I feel like our style game is kind of that style. It's like, all, like the game will be a lot of kicks, kicks and like the way to like evade kicks in a weird way or in, in a way that other 
in a way that's like unusual. Like it's like kicks Esquivas out. It's not Abstract. a lot of pizzazz. Like it's not oh, like, okay. like Pedro doesn't focus on oh today we're going to do voltas or yeah. we're, we're gonna do that kind of like we hardly ever train that in class. He he's like he wants his advanced students to be able to do like macaco, aubergine, yeah. like some floreos, but he doesn't put that as like your first or what yeah. you really need to know. He's like, what you really need to do well is kick yeah. and be able to like move around in your space and like hold your space in the moda as opposed to just like going in and doing like beautiful movements but maybe not necessarily um, being able to like like functional as far as yeah. like kick like you know, I know exactly art, what you're like, talking yeah. about yeah very efficient and practical yeah. and like working yeah. smart not hard yeah um I feel like yeah Hijanal there is a bit of that um but I think it's contemporary, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Pedro always says, like, I teach capoeira contemporanea. Yeah. Like, I teach capoeira, it's capoeira. Like, we will train Angola sometimes randomly. He'll be like, okay, low Angola game. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what do I do? I don't know. Like, I think Angola is like wine. I think I was telling someone because when you get older, you start to appreciate it. Like, oh, I, yeah. I recently, well, not recently, but when I had... Like the like I, I would watch those vodas on the on the Instagram or something. Master Bamba's vada like and it's just people kicking like Amada, Matello, yeah, yeah. Au and Lujikpasa and just going around the lot and I'm like, okay. I but the kicks are scary as shit. Like they kick like can't be you scared know? of that. You just gotta go in. I, I try just, to get I as close mean, like, as I can. I'm scared. I just mean like it's a scary kick. Like it's like for real. Like yeah. it's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, like, it's no, like fast it's as like shit, and it's a lot of strength. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like how we train. Pedro, he, he's, at this point, he, I would say his capoeira has evolved since I've started, for sure. And he's kind of like gone to a place where he, like he makes up sequences, and he'll just kind of there's a point to each one and he'll just kind of have us work on them and then we'll, we'll go back to a random one from like a year ago or oh yeah a new one or um but a lot of it is kind of has to do with like being able to catch somebody like off timing and not freaking out if like you go in the hoda and the music is really really fast so that your jika doesn't become like that like yeah. you still stay calm and like you still jinga and stay in control and then you place kicks at the right time and place as opposed to just like have you um ever what kind of uh movements do you think is very pronounced in your school um definitely like skiva baisha negachiwa hole or like negativa hole into melodipas. Yeah. Um Pikachivas kind of and like as far as takedowns it's like Banda um Chizora Jikostas bunch of that stuff. Kicks. Yeah. Like just like switching kicks, like different is just like uh, the shoulder work. Yeah. So just like having oh, your a lot shoulders. Of pivoting. Yeah, pivoting with your shoulders a lot. I would say that's that's like a big one, definitely. Just like doing a kick and then like kind of messing with the person. Yeah. When you started out, what what was something that you liked about Capoeira in terms of movement, and what's like something that you're doing now as opposed to what you're doing back then, like um. I always call it like, what's your candy that you used to do that you don't do anymore? Like, what do you do now? Um, crap. What I used to do. I don't know. I always feel like I, I've always been like one of those people's like, I, know, I can't do anything. And like, I can't, you know, like, <laughs> I think everybody I feels like that. Thing. Everybody feels like that. And so, yeah, probably. That's so common, you um, know? Yes, to do. Like right now, I do a lot of like plus, like 
a saddle where you like a skiva and then turn back like away like you mm. face away from the person and you switch to another side and then maybe go into uh, like Shepajiko right there. so I, I think like Shepajiko is definitely something I've like added a lot to my game and I almost do it now like I'm like crap I'm doing that again like I'm, I should do something else because it's too predictable or whatever so um, That's so weird how we sometimes, yeah, we think about this where I'm like, man, I'm just burning this out. Like, yeah. it's like a one-hit <laughs> yeah. wonder, but it's not. I, oh, man, I think we get so into our heads, I think, when yeah. Oh, yeah, we, when we, we like, play. analyze it too much. Yeah, you're yeah. like, God, oh, that I just kept on doing that. And everyone's like, that looked really good. I don't know what, <laughs> like, yeah, what are you you're talking, talking about? about. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to be, to, to be like, okay with your game. Because yeah. I'm not. I feel like I've gotten... So much worse about my That's game. Kinda, yeah, I mean it's crazy, and especially if you have um, injuries, and then it gets all like if you get too much in your head with the injury, like you're just like oh my god, okay, so to do this and then and then yeah, like you just uh, inhibit uh, yourself. Yeah, um, it's definitely like a point where I felt like okay, now I'm like more in the game than before. It's you know like when you're like yeah. really scared a lot when you're yeah. like a beginner. You're just kind of like, oh my god, the hold on. Like, I'm going to look so stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then you kind of go, and I went into like these phases where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, it's great. It's yeah. great. I want to go in the hold on. Yeah. And then be like, no, 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 I don't want to go in the hold on. I'm in that situation uh, where I don't want to go in. Like, I'll be like, I'll take that drum. I will play that drum. <laughs> and then eventually, uh, like, my teacher kicks me off and be like, get in. No, like, you didn't yeah. play, did you? Yeah. Okay, we're not going to stop until you play. So, yeah. And then it's fine, but I yeah. don't know. I just uh, yeah, and it's always fine. It's just it's like always fine, so, but you don't want to be fine. You want to be like the best yeah. or so. Or, I mean, I don't think some some people want to be like I do. But when you're an adult, when you're like thirty, it's like life takes over. You know, like I've been I've been on my own for the last like year, and I've just been trying to not keep my head above water. But you know, I mean, like job takes precedence now. Got to pay some bills and. I can't go to every hoda. It's either like, like I said, be broke and like go to every fucking hoda and not being able to, and yeah. only pay for one thing and not the other, or have money and not have time to do capoeira when you it's want so it. Crazy how it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it's like now I'm just like screw it. I'm just gonna go in. I mean, unless it's like it seems so aggressive. I don't know, but it, I. It's rarely now like that, you know. Yeah. If if like. At my level, I'm allowed to go in. Then it's okay. Like, how are the, okay. how do the levels work in your school? Um, so first belt is green, but like I know in some schools they'll just like give you a belt right away, like, like a rock show cord up. of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Like so we don't have that. We have like you have to go through your first bachelorado. Yeah, like we don't have cords until you get one. Right. Yeah. So you got like you get your green cord, and then green yellow after that, and then yellow. Um, and then it used to be you'd go straight from yellow to blue yellow, but Pedro introduced another chord in between that because it would take like four years to go from yellow to blue yellow. So it was like he just felt like people would need a little more motivation, like yeah, something yeah. to work up to. So I was like, so now it's yellow, green, blue, and then. Oh man, that's a contramaster cord in our school. <laughs> you wear one of those. Yeah, it's so different. And then, yeah, and then it's like blue, yellow, and then it's like light blue, which is what I am right now. And then it's blue, blue, and then you're in Tricor, like, so then you graduated. So you're kind of like a senior student, would you say? Or? Yeah, like, I'm like the student that's like right before that, like, in Tricor line. So I don't know, like, have to ask Pedro when the, next, <laughs> when the next step's happening. But. Do you care about the chords? Not that much, not really, no. Other than as far as like it allows you to like go into a certain hoda. Yeah, like more work. access and stuff. Yeah. But other than that, not really. Like I kind of like not having that responsibility. Responsibility anyways, so it's like... How does that feel like to have the responsibility to like teach classes? You taught one in, you taught classes in Hawaii. I was gonna say there's a school in Hawaii too. I yeah, met her. So, she's so she's super nice. Yeah. So Anna, um, she's in Hilo. Yeah, teaching. Yeah. Just she, it was kind of like by necessity because she moved there and she didn't want to stop doing capoeira. So it's like that was like her only choice is to like do it on her own. It's hard when you come to yeah another yeah. state. And now she has like 
I mean, she has like four or five students that are super dedicated, which is That's awesome. Great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I went down there, I taught a class. And that was fun. And I've been teaching at three or being like one of the instructors at three college um, here. We, we have like five people that like switch off teaching every class. We have like a schedule of like, you teach this day. Yeah. This day. Um, so that's been pretty fun. So we, I've been getting like some experience just teaching and being in front of people and kind of like... Um, I think Pedro started me on that when I was a year Just like go in front of people and like lead a warm-up. First, That's how it starts. Yeah, and at first you'd be like, ah, oh my god, like, and then you don't know, like, you don't know how to indicate, like, oh, and now we're switching to a new movement, or like, we're, or the next week's gonna be to the left, and then you're like, oh, sorry. I mean, that's how you learn, you know. Um, what do you like to teach when you teach? Like, have you figured out a style of, of a format that you like personally? Um, I like to warm up with like a jinka and like going straight kind of in like I want the warm-up to be related to what I'm going to do in right. class like if I want to do a sequence with like Amadas and and a Motello then I'm going to like warm people up like we're going to warm up our hips and move around like with jinka and start like just raising our knee or whatever it's yeah. like um, and I know a lot of people do like we do lines and and crab walk and all that and I kind of I don't do that a lot although sometimes you feel like oh I'm gonna switch it up yeah I can feel like it yeah but like my my go-to would be warm up with like just jinga or different like variations on jinga or like steps to the side yeah like that um and I've kind of realized that it's okay to really keep it simple, especially for the warm-up. As long as people feel like, you know, like you've got blood going to all your extremities, and yeah. you've got like your heart rate up, and you have, you kind of feel ready to start doing this. And then you just kind of like work into the sequence or whatever, slowly, and then I would like add, add to the sequence. And now, now we're gonna add Chisora, and now we're gonna add this. Um, so this is like the way I like to do it, and I try to put in a lot of possible, but it's always possible. Yeah. But I like doing that. I like to do the hot How is your music in your school? Is it very... Do you, would you say you're a well-rounded score? Is it more movement than music, or is there a lot of music? I think we are well-rounded. Like, we have... We have some people that are really good at music. But uh, Pedro's been wanting it. He's also like been kind of like change, not changing, but evolving with that. But he wants music to be in a certain way. Um, and we had a student. So we had a student, Cubrido. He he's an instructor now. So he like trained in Hawaii for like four years in Shapa. And that's kind of how we ended up like being connected to that school. Right. So like, I feel like now we have more influence from there with the music. Um, but but you know, we have like music class every Sunday where we go and just like jam on beating bows and uh, yeah, I really like how our music is. I like it a lot. And just like learning songs. Yeah, it really like I started really feeling it like if the music is way off, you're just like oh my god, it's kind of like. <laughs> Nails on the chalkboard, yeah. In a certain way, um, and it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint like if you do this certain thing, the music is bad. Like it's not. It's just that I don't know. I don't know. You just feel like if people are not together on the beating bow. Oh yeah. You know, like the other day, so we're trying to get like more beginner people to be on instruments. You know how it's hard when you're a beginner and you get on like up on that and you're not quite like on the rhythm. And so then someone will just be like, ah, let me like, do that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's hard because then you don't want to try it. Yeah, you get discouraged if you're a new student. Yeah. You're just like, you know, I don't want to go on it. Or yeah. maybe I'll practice later and try to get on right. it again. Yeah. Or oh, even like starting a beating ball. Like, like they're like, okay, show me how to play the beating ball. And it's like, dude, you don't understand. Like, you got to like learn how to hold it first. first. Yeah. Like, if you can't hold it, like, you're screwed. Yeah. You can't play. <laughs> like, 
I just I remember putting it like between my legs, yeah, like, like perching <laughs> it, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I remember practicing a lot, and then all of a sudden, like, and for a whole week, when I was really like starting to practice it like consistently, losing feeling in my pinky for like two weeks, it was like this I have perpetual right ting tingling. Yeah. And I was I like, right what now. is going on here? Is there like, am I getting nerve damage? I don't know. And Yeah. So, oh, this is awesome. So when we were in Salvador the second time, Master uh, Shina took us to Master Olavo's place. You know, the guy that makes all the beating pops. Yeah. And so it was really freaking awesome because he lives in a favela. He lives in this really tiny ass apartment in a favela in Salvador and there's like a hoda painted outside of the apartment and he it's tiny and there's one tiny 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 room filled with freaking beating bows and <laughs> so we went in there and like he's like pick a beating bow so I ended up picking one. It was like three of us, Master Olavo, and we just like jammed on the beauty box. And they're all strung up, or get string um, Yeah, they were strung. Yeah, they were strung up. Oh um, shit! And he had like, and they were all like strung up with kibasas, and you could like switch out kibasas if you wanted. But yeah. Um, yeah, and so we just all jammed and. And he like made up a song about us, and I didn't record it, which I really Damn regret. It. But Mestre Sheena did. I don't know if I can do it. You should get it. Um, that sounds like an amazing memory. That's it was like, awesome. yeah. And he you know, like drew. Um, you'll see it in class already. He like drew on the beating bow, like this. Be like this beating bow belongs to Morango, wow. and then he like painted a little strawberry on it. Awesome, but but like my pinky was was numb for seriously a month. How long were you guys playing music up in that room? Uh, like an hour maybe, and it was hot. Like he doesn't have air conditioning because it's Brazil. Yeah, like I've been like really focusing on singing more lately. That's good. Um, I feel like I'm improving. I don't feel like you know that thing where you're just like. <laughs> That's a while. I mean, that yeah, yeah, that takes a while. It's hard. Yeah, it totally takes a long time. It takes a really long time. I think with girls, especially, there's a sharpness that girls hit. And some teachers, I've even like heard it in them, and I'm like, why didn't anyone not correct this? Just the projection of voice. I don't know how long it took you. It took me a good two two years until I figured out like what's my tone and what's my. Oh yeah, at least. How can I project it? And, I've been trying to do harmonies lately where oh, I've God, just been so changing hard. the tone yeah. and the pitch and I think it's it's interesting. I think every Capoeira song there's certain templates where you can you can be like, oh this sounds just like this, just with these lyrics. So if I do this variation, I know this variation is that's what like Yeah, you wanna hit the pitch. Yeah. And that's hard. You gotta train it's like you gotta train yourself, like as as training a kick or something, you train your voice, and it's crazy. Um, our like, formado Canario, so he's he's like our music dude. So he, I think was he there in Seattle? I think I yeah, remember him. Yeah, yeah. So I think he, he just like made me laugh because he was just so in it. Yeah, like he would live in it. Yeah, yeah. Like so much. He, I mean, he's hilarious because he's like. He's he's a math dude. Like he does yeah. math. Like he's. I think he's doing his PhD in math. Or he got his master's. Yeah, that just sounds insane. Yeah, and but he's also like you know this awesome music dude, yeah. and singer, and we just had like a thing where we made our own beating bows, like our own arames, and like our like we made kabasas out of like. Yeah. That was really so he just like knows the instruments and he knows like all the stuff so he's had and he is like hands down the person that taught me music yeah so I feel like I started going I was three in yellow chord he is he had like Sunday's music class and so at first it was like a bunch of people you know and and then it trickled down to like two of us which happens yeah. yeah it goes up and down you know yeah um, and then we like didn't have the music class for a while, but it was like if it wasn't for that, there's like no way. Yeah. Because I know a lot of schools they will spend time on music in class, 
like you should, I know you should shout us that or we you do, should yeah. shout here in Portland. We have an hour before movement. Right. It's all music. Right. And we do not do that. Like Pedro just doesn't. He's like uh, be it's like he wants own. to work on music. It's not like he he like wants the music to be good and he wants to work on it, but he's kind of like I don't want to. We only have an hour and a half. I don't want to spend this time doing. I want to spend the time doing couple. So we yeah very rarely is just like sometimes maybe if Pedro's out of town and he'll have like a student so. music class. But we he just wants us to work on it now. And so like if it wasn't for Canario and his classes, there's like no way I would have just done that by myself. Yeah, I'm like not that person. It's just like. I'm gonna do this on my own and like you know like people like do their yoga every day on their own I'm like I just I need somebody to like stand there with a freaking whip and be like it's hard to get started but once yeah. you start like it's true that's true I think that's even fair. doing it like 10 minutes a day is fine because if you add that up for like a whole week like it's just like such an effort to keep forcing yourself to like keep going until you feel that flow yeah because it's so hard it's, if you don't feel the flow, it's just, it's like a struggle. You don't want it to be a struggle. You want it to be like, oh, you know, but I think, you can't because yeah. you gotta learn. No, I think, yeah, if you, if you want to set that flow, you have to just know what you're doing on it because especially if you're the only person or if you're one of three or whatever that can set that tone. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely hard. I, I wish you went to one of our... We threw an event where it was just music. We, we flew down Mesa Paranalonga, and it was amazing because it was all... I mean, we had, like, I think one or two movement classes, but ev- everything was beating bow, and it was just straight-up singing. I think the hardest part were, yeah, it was all in Portuguese, so, like, it was being translated, but... I wish I could hear his context of it, even though it was just like a translation, even right. though there's a translator on yeah. hand, so you can actually connect, but it was really amazing to sit with him and just, and the way he, he does music, I don't know if you've ever heard his style of singing, but it's his energy and his like charisma is so insane, and it comes out of nowhere, because he'll like just go in a room and just like, <clears throat> you know, and like he'll start like very simple and then all of a sudden he hits like a high note where it just like pierces your soul (laughs) i want to be able to do that it takes time i know and he even says that it takes so much time and no it was amazing and i don't know just like his variations and like he was singing with variations and i think that's like such an advanced thing to do is to go into a full-on variation where you stray away from the music but you're still singing it but you're not like off yeah it's like like the jazz so, yeah it's yeah. super jazz what he was doing it was yeah like trained at a cdo school or like at angola school um i went to hawaii when was this in october that looked awesome did you just like were you just like fuck it i'm going to hawaii because japa's japa students the domestic japa students stayed at my place for the bachizado for our bachizado i couldn't believe they went to oregon like i was like they're in oregon that's so i know not they, hawaii they never go to events which is yeah. awesome that they i came thought that was crazy event. yeah i i felt super privileged that they came to our event and then they stayed at well japa and muda stayed at somebody else's place and uh like three other people stayed at my place and we just like it was super weird, but it's like we're all soulmates. Like yeah, we all you just, just click. I love that. I could tell, even by the pictures. Like, yeah. I, it's not like I was even with you guys, but I can, like, I can yeah. just tell. I'm like, oh, I like when that happens. Yeah. Like it just clicks. Yeah, it's just magic, you know. Yeah. And then, and so, um, one of Karina, one of the students, was like, "You should come to Hawaii and house sit for my mom because my mom needs a house sitter." And so I was like. Okay. Don't joke around. I will do it because I'm totally unemployed right now, and I can do it. And it was randomly, um, it worked out that I had like a $400 thing on Alaska Airlines that I could just like. Oh my god! So because they screwed up on my other flight, so yeah, you know, like when they give you a voucher. So I was like, I have a voucher. I have a free place to stay. Why not? Yeah. So I went. And I ended up being there for almost a month. And so I trained with with Japa, and I feel like their game is a lot um, more focused on Angola style. I didn't get to play um, them at all when I was in Hawaii. I, uh, I think they were on the Bateria a lot. 
One of them has like an injury? Yeah, yeah. so um, the girl Ava has an yeah. injury for, she, I think both of her knees are injured. And I know one, like she had a surgery, she's recovering. Yeah, she, when I was there in December, she wasn't playing, she was playing instruments, but I've heard a lot about her game and... She's freaking awesome. She's super. Thing. It's like, oh, Christmas, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I have to go home, you know, but, um, no, yeah, they were super nice. I just, at one point, I'll probably take another trip down there. I like yeah. to train at, I don't know if you've ever done that, no, just to train at schools, just to go somewhere and train at school for a week. I think it's better than going to watch his auto. Oh, yeah. Because you don't experience, like, yeah. You don't experience what the school is actually about. Because when, you know, other messages come, it's like, right. oh, we want to learn your style. And I'm like, oh, like Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was. I just ended up training with them for that time, and then they ended up randomly having an event that they kind of planned last minute. They had like Mr. Flavio came from Sao Paulo. Yeah, I saw that had, too. Like from Praha, from New York, and they had like workshops, and um, it was interesting to kind of experience that game because it's very different from what we do. Um, it was like go in it's like two always two by two where we a lot of it we do like home switch out yeah. yeah yeah um so it's like two by two and then people go in and then it, it's like the music just goes for that game kind of like the music it starts slow yeah and then the game is slow and then it like increases in pace and then it speeds up it speeds up. and it's like long it's like the long, yeah, four they're super minutes long or five game. minutes or something, and you're just like dying at the end. And you're just like close, and it's like butt to butt, leg on leg. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> that was really interesting. Um, and when I first showed up, it was uh, Pedro had a workshop. Pedro taught a workshop there. So it was like the first day we showed up, it was like my own class. I was yeah. taking like my own class. I, I think you ever, is that, was that your first time doing that? Or have yeah. you done that before? I've done like, that before. Class, it was just like my hoda. So I was like, or my, not my hoda, but it was like a hoda in my class. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then I went to Japa's class. I was like, oh, okay. This is way different. <laughs> and just like the way he runs his class and, um, Man, I think Potomesti Shaba is just amazing at Capoeira. That's like all he does and he just loves it. What was different when you like were starting the class, just like the way he was running it, was it like all sequence based or was it just like a lot of drills and then sequence? Um, like the warm up would be lines doing lines and then uh, some, sometimes we do like samba in lines for like just oh do like god, a samba that's my style. nightmare that's my nightmare <laughs> yeah I'm not great at it but I got better while I was like, there like my thighs just hurt thinking about it <laughs> but yeah so like we would do lines and a warm up and maybe start with like a little bit of samba and then it would progress into like a line of like Stretching like Mayalua yeah, set yeah. up to something else into a lunch, stuff like that, and then and then just like a sequence, but it would just be very different from what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, and then there was a rainy day where Miuda and Jabba just came and picked me up, and then they took me to their gym and just like <laughs> did sequences with me, which was freaking amazing. Yeah. Like who does that? Like who's that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what contrast? We'll like, go hey, just like just... pick up some random student <laughs> and go and like show you stuff. It was awesome. <laughs> They're just cool. Yeah. From this, from what you've learned in Hawaii for the month, do you think you kind of take some of that style now when you play nowadays? Yeah, I try to incorporate the like going, not going to ponchi, but kind of like faking the ponchi and then switching your arms really fast because seriously, my bridge is so horrible. I'm like sort of working on my back flexibility right now. Not <laughs> I am working on it because even though I'm old-ish for that kind of stuff, I'm still like, dude, gotta improve that because... But my shoulders are torn. Yeah. That used to be like my bread and butter man was that punch and I just, I can't even straighten my arms anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so It's hard. fucked up, dude. It's really fucked up. Yeah. So that's probably the number one thing I took out of there is 
going under like a Melodico Paso with that like block and yeah, then having the ponchi and then switching arms going backwards. So that was, that's like the one thing that I was really like working on all the time with it. I still, I still need the muscle memory for it. Um, and also another thing I took out of there was um, keeping on a attacking if you're in a position of advantage so like like if you if they do a melodic compasso and you go in and do um, a cabasada yeah like usually i would just like back off after that like i'd be right. like cabasada and like, i'm like oh okay. you're staying on that offense and then you're doing something else yeah so japa was like well you already got them so you just keep on, you know, so you just like, you do a cabasada and then another melodic passo into their face or something, <laughs> or whatever, and then like right, go into right. chisora from there, and just like different ways to kind of get in and out of the person's space, which that's what I feel like I kind of got from, the tra from training with them the most, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Just, it's not something I ever worked on. Like the punchy stuff is just like I just be like, oh no, never, never <laughs> doing this. It's gonna be like a thing that I never do. But it's like, why not? It opens up your game a lot. Like, yeah, definitely. All those that kind of stuff. This like, or where do you want to take this? Yeah. Honestly, I was I was just thinking about that the other day. It's like what? <laughs> I just was there weed involved? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just why am I here? Yeah, why am I here? Yeah. It all makes sense. No, I think I just I just wanna like I just wanna be able to play in Nohoda for as long as possible of my life. Just because it just like it just makes me so happy. It makes me happy to like to play in Nohoda and to be in the class and to do music and to like go to events and play with people I don't know and I, that's what I find so freaking amazing about it is just you can go in and communicate have a conversation and like bond with a complete stranger in without words in a way that having something in common with movements and how and you just like come out of like there's like games you come out of it you're like that was freaking awesome like I can't <laughs> believe that we you know and I don't even know you and yeah. now we're friends or yeah. you know and it's like oh so and so kicked me in the face and now we're friends and it's just like <laughs> it's just so awesome and I just want to be able to do that as long as possible and I don't I don't have like I want to be a best today or I want to be like I mean I think all that stuff just kind of maybe happens or doesn't as like a byproduct of yeah. you just being there for long enough and working mm -hmm. on it. But yeah, that, like, I feel like my end game is to just have it in my life as much as I can and kind of play, just to play and not, not be injured. <laughs>